Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. The other night, we had some friends over for dinner, and the wife and I were just sitting there chit-chatting, and she started sharing with me how her husband was experiencing some sleepless nights a little bit just right before he'd have a big event at work. And as I sat here listening to her talk about this, I just started sympathizing for him and almost a sadness that here he was questioning himself when I've got to tell you, I have seen this guy in action and he is incredibly talented in his line of work. I I just wish that somehow I could remind him of how God has blessed him with such amazing talent in his field. And then that very next day, I was chatting with a neighbor and she started sharing with me some insecurities as well. And I just sat there thinking, after all she's been through, she has served our country in the military. And I just couldn't understand what she was thinking because she's totally going to nail some of these challenges she has coming up. But then it was last night that I took my kids to a play. And now I used to be very involved in theater. I was lead in many plays and musicals in high schools and went to acting school in college. Yes, there's such a thing. I directed dinner theaters in the community for nearly a decade and even had fun doing a few extra parts in movie productions. Those were, were just little side fun things. But as I sat here watching these talented actors and actresses, I was telling my kids that I used to want to perform at this very place where we were at, but just never had the time. And now I just kind of felt that talent had surely come and gone. I got to tell you, though, later on that night, I felt a bit convicted, wondering why I responded thinking I couldn't do something anymore. And uh, it made me reflect on those other two conversations I had had with my neighbor and, and the friend I had had dinner with, where we just tend to find ourselves at times feeling inferior. That that seems to be a common thought in many of us. At some point or another, in one area of life or another, we just tend to have a moment or even a season where we feel we aren't good enough. Like we're inferior would define as low in rank or status or even quality. Now, this might be at work with that new younger employee that just came on or even just another coworker who seems to just know his or her stuff, or perhaps it's at home, or when hanging out with friends at school, or even when simply going out about in our day-to-day in the community. First and foremost, I feel that often in my life when I feel inferior, it is Satan trying to discourage me or distract me from what God wants me to do. But secondly, it reminds me how important it is to lift our head and walk in who God created us to be. Now, five areas that come to mind when trying to battle this inferior complex that I'd love to share with you today in in hopes of hopefully encouraging you in your own inferior complex battle. It would start with number one, stop the negative self-talk. We all do it, thinking, I'm not sure I could do that, or this doesn't look good on me, or even just the, that was stupid, why did I do that comments to ourselves? And often we do this self-sabotage negative thinking or talking without even knowing it or meaning to. I sing in our worship praise team on Sunday mornings. And one morning we were getting ready to sing. A guest came up to me very last minute before we went up. And she was just like, oh, Holly, your hair looks beautiful. My response? Oh, my, I haven't been to the beauty shop in a bit. and I'm overdue. And okay, now I, I tend to overshare too. But although my response was honest and truthful, it wasn't needed. 
it basically took her compliment and squashed it. Another example would be when I shared some exciting news on my personal social media. The next time I was at work and saw a coworker, she was like, oh, congratulations, that's so cool. And again, I responded, oh, thanks, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm excited. I totally downplayed it as if it was nothing. I think sometimes, like in this situation, we may think we're trying to be humble when in reality, we're just negatively speaking to our own self. Or we may use negative talk when truly down or discouraged. This is my latest battle when not fitting into clothes. You know, you've gained so much weight and I get all discouraged. Well, Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Now, I try to remind myself, would you talk to a child that way? You know, those gentle words we'd use of patience and kindness. Well, if, if not, if I wouldn't talk to a child like that, why would I talk to myself that way? Perhaps the next time that that inner voice goes to reply to a compliment that you're given, try just simply saying thank you. Or that next time we're tempted to be our own worst critic, opt to look for the positive instead. Yes, I've gained a lot of weight, but I've also completed my graduate's degree and I've cared for an ill parent who then passed and I had COVID and I persevered this pandemic. Give ourselves a little bit of grace or even the positive in a situation. What's the worst that can happen? What's the best thing that can happen? Number two, you don't have to be perfect. Now, I'm not sure what exactly could be pinpointed as the culprit for our need for perfection in life, the perfect parent, the perfect employee, the perfect student, but there is only one I know of who was and is a complete perfection. And last I checked, he died for my flawed self. So why aim for perfection when there is no such thing here on earth? Still, though, there is that pressure at times to reach this so-called perfection. Just look at all the add-ons people spend with their income. So injections, extensions, lifts, tucks. Remember Psalms 139.14 tells us that we are wonderfully made. We can often experience heartache. So actions or words said to us that tend to impact that feeling of inferior imperfection. After my husband left, my self-esteem took a hit for sure. I still battle that inferior type complex of not belonging. As a single woman and single mom, some people don't know what to do with me. So at church, I don't fit the mold of being invited for gatherings because who's the husband going to talk with? And at work, I'm a good 10 to 20 years older than those I work with. And I'm a single mom as well, not to mention the party scene isn't my thing. So again, what do they do with me? Then there's the whole career scene for many people, right? That need to be perfect so they land that promotion or can have a titch feeling of job security or impress the boss or get that new client or even just prove that they are aged out. Ugh, that need for perfection. And how when we try to, to reach it and fall short, how inferior we can feel. What if, just what if, We embrace that concept of it is what it is, and we press on. This is where our perspectives come into play, too. So instead of the need of perfection, we're content with what is, yet embrace the growth mindset of what we could learn. So my husband left. 
I'm beautifully created in the image of God, and he has purpose and plans for my life. Jeremiah 29, 11 reminds me of that. Okay, so I'm a single mom. I've learned to look for those who aren't included and reach out to love and encourage on them in a way I would have never known before. Okay, so we may not be as gifted in technology or another skill as another. Well, we still have value and we can be open to learning new programs and opportunities. We don't have to be perfect. I have a saying in my kids' hangout room, how cool is it that the same God who created mountains, oceans, and the galaxies thought that the world needed one of you too? See, my friend, you don't have to be perfect because you were already created perfectly in his image and you are enough. Number three, we all have fears and securities. Did you know that people aren't thinking most of what's going through your head? It's true. We spend so much time fearing what people will say or think or do. Well, they notice my son didn't comb his hair and then think I must be raising my kids without good hygiene and, and which will then lead them to questioning my parenting. <laughs> it's insane. Seriously, we walk around with so many insecurities that people don't even notice. It's a total waste and a total drain of our energy. Do you also know that you're not the only one with a fear or insecurity? Even the most confident and appearing ego-centered person has some sort of fear or insecurity. You're not alone. When I was in high school, I did not make the exclusive ensemble group on my first tryout. And come to find out the reason really had nothing to do with my singing, but that is something that still weighs with me today. In fact, it took years of me saying no to our church asking me to be on the praise team due to this experience, of course, before I finally said yes. I've now been singing for just shy of, I think, about a decade with our church. And when people compliment my singing, they are shocked to hear it's one of my biggest insecurities in life. And then according to LinkedIn report, 85% of the stuff, 85% of the stuff we worry about won't even ever happen. What if we started living by Matthew 6, 34? Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. Remember, we don't have to live in that inferior of worry or fear or insecurities. Because again, as Jeremiah 29, 11 has reminded us, we can trust that God has a plan for us a future. He's not trying to harm us, guys, I promise. And as our family says, God's got us. Or number four, don't compare. When was the last time you experienced this? If I'm guessing, it was fairly recent. Am I right? Perhaps it was in a meeting where you thought, oh, I could have done a better job presenting that. Or maybe it was at school pickup when you thought, I never let my child go out in public wearing that. Or maybe even at the mall thinking, why doesn't that look good on me as it does the mannequin? Or maybe it's just simply pulling in at home and wondering, how does your neighbor get their yard so green? Well, we all have a tendency to compare. You've heard the phrase, keeping up with the Joneses. A simple reminder here may be, don't judge a book by its cover, or even a quote that I have hanging up in our home, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So be kind. My mom used to tell us kids, we all have 24 hours in a day. We just all spend them differently. 
Or my dad would encourage us to be mindful we all have our own priorities when it comes to money, so caution not to compare or judge. Now, some people spend a lot to have their nails done, or others spend a lot golfing, and then there's others that like to eat out and others that like to buy toys. Or I believe it was Dave Ramsey regarding money management and comparison that we don't always see the charges being racked up or the debt incurred otherwise. So bottom line, don't compare. Paul addresses this in Philippians 4.12 with, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. This comparison can also apply in something as personally applicable as our personalities. My mom has a sweet Southern friend who was my sister's youth leader in church and was mom to one of my childhood close friends. And this woman is hilarious. She is beautiful. I got to tell you, she's absolutely beautiful, stunning to look at. Fabulous personality on the inside. But she is just hilarious. She keeps you in stitches in such a fun way. Well, when I was younger, about elementary or so, my mom was tucking me in bed one night and I was just sobbing. And she asked what is going on and and why I was crying, you know, what's what's happened today or whatever it might be. And my response was, I just want to be funny like Miss Becky. (laughs) So I just, even at this young age, saw this older, beautiful woman who I was envious of in comparing our personalities of she's funny and I'm not. Perhaps you can relate with someone at work who people are drawn to or a friend whose talent just shines and you tend to compare your gifts or your skills, your abilities, talents to them. Oh friend, don't let comparison rob you of your joy. Maybe next time you're tempted to compare, remind yourself of three to five things you are talented in. If we're all made the same, that would be boring. But recognizing and appreciating each other's differences could be such a beautiful thing. Number five, grow. This goes back to the overall concept of inferior thinking of encompassing everything above. When we talk negatively to ourselves, that self-talk, Grow in being kind to yourself and speaking encouragingly, not abusing yourself. If we feel we are lacking perfection in an area, then what opportunities are there for us to grow in that area? Not to be perfect at it, but to perhaps learn more. Is there a computer class at the community college that we can take or growing your technology skills? Perhaps there's a makeup consultation to learn how to change things up beauty-wise or a nutritionist we can meet with to learn how to lose that weight in a healthy manner. Okay, we have fears and insecurities. Well, how can we grow in those? I have a fear of heights. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to grow in that, and that's okay. But my insecurity of replying to compliments with a a put-down to myself I can grow in simply saying, thank you. And that comparison trap, we can grow in contentment of a blessings journal or perhaps taking captive our every thought and making it obedient to Christ, as 2 Corinthians 10.5 even reminds us. So growing is both personal self-development as well as professional development, being open-minded to learn from others. You've heard me say often, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with others. You can learn from them. 
Ever since I graduated from college with my undergraduate degree, I was challenged by my brother-in-law to uh, get my graduate degree. It was something I originally wanted to do simply because I don't back down from a challenge. <laughs> I'll be totally honest. But as the years went by, I realized I had been out of school long enough and I didn't receive the ongoing learning opportunities from my, that current employer as I had with past employers that I thought I better go back and get my master's so I can at least have a refresher on what's current and basically keep up with those just graduating. It had been 15 years since I went to school, people, 15 years. But thanks to a very generous scholarship from my corporate office, I was able to grow in my knowledge and skills by investing the time and efforts in going back to school. We all have the option to grow. We just have to be willing to put forth that effort. I like a post my brother put on his social media recently by Don Zimmer, and it states, what you lack in talent can be made up with in desire, hustle, and giving 110% all of the time. As I tell my kids, no matter your age, no matter your education, no matter your status or your fame or your experience or even your position held, we can all learn something new each and every day. So grow. Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Let me say that again. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So friends, next time you're feeling that head lower in discouragement or defeat, intimidation, or just feeling unnoticed or unvalued, talk and think positively. Remind yourself that you are enough. Know that you are not alone. Be content and bloom where you are planted. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review, or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.